What is up, everyone? You are checking out the world of WWE podcast. I'm your host, Ant. I'm Dan. He's being quiet today, y'all. And um, Carlos is not with us tonight, but he will be back with us for our Monday Night Raw recap. You are listening to our WWE Extreme Rules 2021 recap video podcast whatever you want to call it because we're on YouTube. That's a good little plug for it. Check us out on YouTube, the World of WWE Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell. Why, Dan? Because it's so easy. It takes you a split second, and it saves you like 10 minutes having to look for us. Yeah. Literally takes you like, like Dan said, like nothing to get there. So check us out on YouTube. You can leave a comment too. Let us know your thoughts. Also, we are available on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and um, Apple Podcasts. You could search for us, or also, if you search Amazon Alexa, you just say Alexa, play the world of WWE podcast on Spotify. That will take you to our podcast, and you can listen. So, that's simple, too. You just got to say, Alexa, I want to hear the world of WWE podcast on Spotify. Yeah, we're there. Or... I think we're also available on Amazon, too. I have to check on that and let you all know. But check us out there. And, yeah, we're on Instagram, world.wwe, Facebook, the World of WWE Podcast, and I will leave that all in the description. But you're here, and we are here to discuss WWE Extreme Rules. It was a short match card. There was only five matches on there. Um. The pre-show was Liv Morgan versus Carmella, and we'll talk about that. But the main show only had five matches. Yeah, and there was one match that we did not get a chance to talk about because it was not advertised. And now it's until on the pre-show. And realistically, let's be honest here, me and Anthony don't watch the pre-show. That's that's Carlos. We we don't do that. We don't like watching, listening them just sit around talking, blah, blah, blah. That, that shit's boring. We want to watch fucking wrestling, not talking. I remember when WrestleMania started and they had the rain delay. Dude, I was fucking Oh, pissed. yeah, you were kicked. You were pissed off about I was that. Pissed. Fucking start the show. And then finally, the, whenever the rain stops, oh, of course, Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil have to come out and pirate. Like, can we just fucking go? Like, don't enter, like, just let's go. We've been waiting for about 30 minutes. And, and Vince is like the, doing the whole America shit. Is like, welcome back to WrestleMania. I agree. Man, like, you can fucking start the show. And I really didn't like how they had the wrestlers come out because I like to be surprised when they wear new gear and shit. I just think it's cool. Um, and like whenever they come out in the, you know, on the stage and they're just standing there, I that, that I feel like that's, it ruins it for me at least. That's kind of here nor there. But anyways, what did this have to do with anything? Oh, um, what was it that we were talking about? Oh, the pre-show, how it's just like interviews and shit. Yeah, because that's all they fucking do on the pre-show. They just fucking talk for an hour and they just sit there and mumble and nothing happens. Uh, but, uh, who do you think's going to win? Who do you think's going to win? I don't care who they yeah. think's going to win. You hear a Booker T. Shucky, ducky, quack, quack. Yeah. Shucky, ducky. So, 
speaking of Shuggy Duggies, let's talk about the first match on the pre-show. Ooh, hello. That is my uh, iPhone text message alert. Anyways, getting alerts from people because I'm so cool. From Dan, behind the scenes. So anyways, we are seeing, we're talking about the pre-show. And on the pre-show, we saw Carmella, the most beautiful woman in WWE, taking on Liv Morgan. That is not our opinions, by the way. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. 100% not my opinion. But when you see her lie, why? Didn't you meet her? No. I didn't meet her, no. But have you seen her live? No. Okay. She I, actually no no no. I think I may have because I did go to a SmackDown Live once. She is very she's taller than you would think. Um and she does have a little bit her legs, you know. I don't know. I, no, I don't think her I was I don't think it was her I saw. I think I saw Lacey Evans actually now that I think about oh, it. Yeah. I'm a leg person, man. Let me tell you. And listen, Carmela, Carmela's cute. Carmela's good. You know, she's not she's not the most <laughs> She was cooler back in like the F A B U L O U A. She was better with that shit. Not this whole new fucking fuck that bullshit. She's a better heel though. I will. This is really quick. I miss when she was with Archer that she did that dance break. Yeah, you're funny because I hate that was funny. I always just had fun with dance break. I've never really been a comedy and wrestling fan i know it's important but i'm more just like bare knuckles let's get to the fighting like i like the storylines <laughs> AEW, <laughs> but um look i'm okay with some comedy as long as it's not like every fucking segment is comedy i'm okay yeah. with it like santino is funny like um, i loved santino i loved him but then at some point it just tends to get all like like i didn't like the whole i don't like that whole nikki superhero ash i don't like that shit. Yeah, the, funniest, the funniest thing what do you think i'm laughing at let's see if you know me what am i laughing at i think i know what you're laughing at. i think the uh, thing that i sent you behind the scenes well no no no, no not that no 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 i didn't uh, look at yet. Not, i'm looking at that off off the podcast but what do you think um i'm i'm mm. laughing at I don't know, to be honest. We were really? talking about funny stuff in WWE, and I started cracking up. Oh, um, maybe it's like uh, when people fucking fuck up their entrance or something. Oh, when fucking Nia Jax injured Archer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I told you about that. You were dying laughing from it. <laughs> he probably wanted to knock her square in the face. <laughs> That wasn't even planned. That legitimately wasn't even planned to. Okay, I, I, I gotta say this, though. I love how we went from talking about Carmella to now how we're talking about R-Truth getting knocked out by fucking Nia Jax. <laughs> this is the crazy shit people listen to. No, but what I love, though, I'm sorry, is that she just injured everybody in our truth. <laughs> Emily's just dying over there. Did you ever see um, Swerved on the WWE <laughs> Network? 
I think I saw a few of them. Yeah, well, one yeah, I really remember they're was like, statue or whatever. That's really yeah. Funny. They're at like this. They're at like this um gym and arch, and like this guy pretends like he like gets hurt like with equipment and Archie turns and looks at the guy. And I just keep thinking of his face and our and Naya just like pushing him. Didn't she like it was for the Royal Rumble match? Right? It was like the 2019 Royal Rumble. Archer was coming to make his entrance, and I just fucking runs down and smashes him into the LED. Everyone was like, damn, when she actually like he she literally concussed him for it. Yo, she don't know her own strength, man. Cause she she probably thought like I have to sell this. Like he's a big dude, I have to push him like really hard. And she fucking pushed the shit out of him. I have to but look she, at that. Nia Jax is really a bot. Like she injures everybody. It's amazement that she's still in WWE, in my opinion. I'm, Which, if you don't know me, if you do know me, you know I fucking hate Nia Jax. I hate her. I'm so- I'm taking a moment just to. Um, like this up because we oh, we are so off topic right now. Okay, here it is. Okay, let's see. We're um, I'm looking at the footage of Nia Jax attacking our tree. Okay. <laughs> He's screaming, what's up? Oh! He's not, oh! We're literally going oh, back. She's running back. Oh! Yeah, he's hurting his arm. He's about to punch the sh- Oh! Yo! She took him out! Oh! <laughs> and then he shakes his arm. I have to post that. I will post that in the description. Yeah, if you want to look at it, just type in um, unseen video of Nia's men's Royal Rumble attack on R-Truth. I'll, I'll post it in the link. But that is, it, it's funny because R-Truth is going, what's up? But yeah, fucking Nia Jax is what's up. But anyways, sorry, you guys and gals. Back to our match, Carmella versus Liv Morgan. We were talking about how attractive uh, Carmella is. But I did see, um, or not see, I heard that Liv Morgan received a huge pop from the crowd, which is always good. However, we probably won't be seeing her now for another month. Pretty much Liv Morgan got the win. She attacked Carmella viciously throughout the match, nonstop. Fury from Liv Morgan, and then she hit her like rope DDT finisher type. It's like a modified. I legitimately don't even know what her finisher is, if I'm being honest. It's she does this thing where, like, okay, the girl's outside of the ring. I can look really quick if you want me to. Yeah, you can. She pretty much like they're like they're kind of like their bodies are over the like middle rope. And she like jumps in the middle rope and takes them down with like a um like a face plant. Like it's hard to describe. It's not like a normal it's it's interesting. But she does beat her with that. And we all predicted Liv Morgan to win. 
I'm surprised that they did not put this on the actual show because there are only six matches. I don't see why there wasn't time for it. I do think they're probably trying to get more viewers to the kickoff show because, as Dan mentioned, nobody really watches it. So maybe that is why. But I do think um, we do need oh, to... Oh, shit. Okay. That's her finisher? Yeah, she does this, like, that really... That reminds me of... Um, it's It looks like a bulldog. It really looks like just, like, a bulldog off the ropes. I mean, that's just what it looks like to me, but... Oh, like a modified bulldog, because the bulldog... Yeah. Yes, yes. Now that you say that, I see that. Yeah, but it's cool, though, right? It, it, it's different. It kind of reminds me of how, like, Jericho would, like, jump off the rope and and kind of do that, except Liv jumps off the rope and hits him with the with the bulldog. Jericho kind of did it a little differently, but that's what it kind of reminds me of. It's cool. So, yeah, Liv yeah. won. I'm excited. Big things for her, hopefully. What are your thoughts? It was okay. I mean, I'm glad Liv won, at least. At least she's not fucking being buried. I mean, I hope she doesn't go fucking disappearing for a month. Yeah, we'll see. Well, with the draft coming up, you know. Who fucking knows at this point? Yeah, so... We should that, make a prediction. Who do you think is going to be the first draft pick? Oh, God. Um, I think the first draft pick is going to be, like, Big E to Raw or something. Because Raw always gets well, the Big first Well, Big E's already pick. on Raw because he's a WWE champion. Well, no, 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 no. They can draft WWE champions. Like, if they wanted to, they could draft Roman to Raw and they could draft Big E to SmackDown. If they well, that would make to. more sense if they would do that. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, they can do that. I'm yeah. just saying more yeah, sense. That's why. Yeah. They only yeah. draft, like, the champions first. That's why I'm saying it. That's the only reason why um... – was it the WWE title? Yeah, it's the only reason why the world title was on SmackDown because Triple H got drafted to SmackDown in 2004. And then um, who was it that won it? Like Batista won it, and then he got drafted to SmackDown in 2005. So, yeah, so it happens. People do um, leave teams split up like the Dudley Boys, the APA. Uh, you know, the heart, you know, Lita also split up from the Hardys. So a lot, a lot of stuff goes down. That starts, the draft starts this Friday, October 1st, and then it resumes again Monday, uh, October 4th. October. Yes. So, all right. So our main show comes on, and we are surprised with a six-man tag match. The almighty Bobby Lashley, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, and Omos against the New Day which we mentioned before, WWE champion Big E, of course, in this match. It was a decent match. I, you know, was paying as much attention to it as I could because I was doing other stuff. But I did see all the powerhouse moves. I saw Big E taking control. And I think, didn't Big E hit the big ending on, who was Ashley. it? Yeah, yeah, Ashley. I thought it was Lashley. And then he got the pin and he got the win. So... I guess it was an okay match. I feel like they kind of just, like, threw it together because I didn't understand the drama with AJ Styles and Omos, but I guess maybe I missed something. Yeah, that was really the only part that I didn't understand. Like, I understood the whole biggie and everything. I didn't understand the substitution of fucking AJ Styles and Omos. That was the only thing I really got. What's too is that, like, and we'll get to this on Raw, and I, I will just leave, like, 
he was a part of a faction, and if they would debut that faction again, why wouldn't they do it like a week or two before this pay-per-view so that then the six-man tag would make sense? Well, to be fair, I mean, they did just have Big E win. It wouldn't just make sense for them to have that faction come back and for Big E to, uh, not Big E, for Bobby Lashley to immediately lose the title as he did. Well, even if he, even if they came back this past, like, the Monday before Extreme Rules, like, even if that, because this match was literally just dropped, you know what I'm saying? Didn't Big That's E true. That's true. They could have, uh, they could have come out for, like, uh, Big E versus Bobby Lashley versus Roman. They could have done that. Oh, wait, I forgot they did that match. Well, a lot of people are speculating that they will do some kind of triple team tag, the Bloodline versus the New Day versus uh, the Hurt Business. So, I mean, they could have done that, but... Honestly, in my opinion, I don't give two shits about the. I hate the fact that so far every WWE champion, or at least Universal, like the world champions, have to have a fucking tag team. The fucking New Day. The Hurt Business. The Bloodline. Jesus fucking Christ. They're, I feel like they're trying... I don't I don't want to say copy, but AEW is known for having so many factions. And, like... Well, w- Miro's... Well, I'm just going to say, like, I'm, I know one who's not. Miro's not. No. I know that. Yeah, and but there's, the- like, the Nightmare Family. The Nightmare Factory. The um fucking oh god, Taz's team. I said inner circle. Inner circle, the elite, the fucking the the triad. Like there, there's literally like or the death triangle. Like there's so Uh, many fucking Darby Allen and Sting. Blah blah blah. There's a lot of tag teams. Literally the um the young buck. What do they call the the um, the group of MJF, Wardlow, the revival, the Pinnacle—that's what they're called. The Pinnacle, like literally every fucking club. They also have the fucking Bullet Club. Yep. So yeah, so I feel like WWE is kind of slowly trying to keep up. But what did you think of the match? I mean, we didn't have any predictions for it because we did not know. But again, Biggie did beat Bobby Lashley. He did pin him. What did you think? I was a little upset at first. I was like, okay, cool. I but like. I love AJ Styles. AJ Styles has always been one of my favorite WWE superstars. And at the same time, I didn't want to cheer for his team because I fucking hate Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to root for him because I fucking hate him. So I, I was like, all right, fine, fuck it. I guess I'll, I'll vote for New Day. And, like, don't get me wrong. I liked the match. It was a good fast-paced action match. I mean, it was good. It just wasn't my favorite thing, you know? Mm, okay. No, I hear you. I understand. I wasn't really paying much attention because, like, I it, there just was no build to it, so it was just kind of hard for me to really care. But you know, it was decent. I guess it was a good match opener. Um, next we saw the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The champions, the Usos, defeated the Street Profits. Let me just say, with this match, I was upset because um. I felt like there was no point in this match. You know, I was all pumping up the fact that, oh, the Street Profits, they've never won against the Usos. Why would they have them fight again and lose? There's really no point to that. And WWE 
you proved me wrong. You really thought there was a point to the Street Profits losing <laughs> again. Um, so I didn't get any points. Well, it's the, as Carlos would say, it's the bloodline, man. You can't have the bloodline news. Yeah. God forbid fucking Vince doesn't have a fucking heart on for a Friday night. Um, so, I mean, the match was really good. Like, I paid attention. It was a great tag match. It was a really like, good match. If, if I wasn't upset by the fact who won, I would probably say it would be, like, one of the like the best matches they've had all year. Not even Yeah, it was a great tag match. It was a really yeah, good match. Yeah, it was. It, it really showed classic style of, of tag team wrestling which really made me love it because like it really like I, I don't give a fuck I'm gonna mention AEW in this again it reminded me a little bit of the uh tag match that they had at All Out which was like I think it was the Lucha Brothers versus the uh Young Bucks uh, yeah the Young Bucks it kind of reminded me of that match even though it wasn't extreme or anything it was at least a really good tag match to show me that like at least WWE can do that shit again, you know? At least they can give me a good match, you know? Yeah. Um, they can. I just feel like for me, like, they they should have done this on SmackDown. Like, you should have had this good of a match on SmackDown if they've – because they've already fought so many times. Yeah. And didn't they fight at the pay-per-view before, too? I think so. So it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, how many times are you going to make the Profits lose? So – Carlos got 10 points for this one. We both got zero points. So, Dan, I mean, you pretty much just said it. Like, you, you liked the match, but the main, the like ending kind of ruined it for you. The person who won ruined it for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Same here. It was a good match, but it really wasn't necessary for the Usos to beat them because... It wasn't necessary. Like, WWE doesn't, like, think about, like... I mean, I'm sure they do, like, for what they want. But, like, for what us fans want, it wasn't necessary at all. Like, it was just throwing the fucking together. For real, 100%. Yeah. It, but it was a great match. Yeah, it, at least it was a good throwing together match. It wasn't like, oh, they just said, oh, fuck it, here we go. They won't give a shit. Yeah, we do give a shit, WWE. Fuck you. We fucking do. Next, we saw the Raw Women's Championship. The Raw Women's Champion, the Queen defeating Alexa Bliss. Now, this was also another... The Golden story. Child, by the way. The Golden Child. This is an... Now, every time I say golden, I think of, like, golden showers, which if you uh, don't know what that is, look it up on Google, but be warned. I don't know if you will like it, unless you're a freak, which that's okay if you are. So then... I don't think I know what that is, and now that you're saying, I don't think I want to know, because after what you told me fucking behind the scenes, I don't think I want to know what it is. It's pretty much like people peeing on each other. Okay, literally basically what the fuck you told me about backstage. Yeah, okay. it's called a golden shower. So if a girl, if a girl ever tells you, Deanna, okay, okay, okay. Shower, I think we've heard enough. I think we've heard enough of this topic. Say yes, but only on Thursdays. Um, so here is. I thought it was a good match. That was a great match too. I thought this was a, I haven't seen them fight since 2017, so I was excited to see them go at it. And I feel like they delivered. They had a great match. Alexa looked great. Flair looked great. I loved all the near falls and all that good stuff. I feel like didn't the ending, it was pretty much like a, a it wasn't like a d- DQ. Like it was like I a, think a botch happened in the match that kind of got pointed out by the commentators because well, Charlotte technically hit a natural selection. Even, like it literally looked like she hit it, but Alexa Bliss got up. Like it wasn't like 
she did the fiend shit. Like, she literally just got up and nothing fucking happened and rolled her up. I was like, oh, okay. I think that was a botch, but okay. Hmm, I'll have to look that up again. How did... Didn't but, um... Charlotte won by hitting a natural selection, right? Yeah, she threw Lily at her, hit her with a big boo, and then natural selection. Uh, okay. And then, and then after, after the match, and then after the match, she destroyed Lily. R.I.P. Lily. She destroyed Lily, and then Alexa Bliss freaked out. And what ended up happening was, if and I read, you know, this is a backstage thing. She walks up the ramp and she sits there and she's screaming. And if you look at her tongue, she has a little like capsule in her mouth. And basically it was supposed to have like foam and have like spit come out of it, but it wasn't working. So then Alexa started to use her own spit and do all of that herself. Uh, Again, this is a great match. I will say I did hear that this match kind of left the idea that Alexa Bliss is going to be off of TV for a couple of months. It's been reported. So this might be the last that we see of Bliss for a little bit. She did end the night screaming that Lily is dead. So maybe when she comes back, it will be her old. Well, I heard that actually. It wasn't the same report as you did, but what I heard was that she's more than likely coming back with her either her old gimmick or a new gimmick. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope she comes back as the goddess, because that was just good. Same, dude. I, I did, too. But, like, all right, so the match was good and everything. Just, I hate the fact that they didn't give the title to Alexa. Like, it's not fucking necessary to give the title to Ric Flair's daughter every fucking time. Who do you think is going to beat her? I don't know, but I hope it's fucking soon. I don't want another fucking Roman Reigns situation. Oh, well, let's just have her be undefeated and let's just give her the fucking title because, you know, no one else should. She'll probably keep it until, I'd say, Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. At this if she point, keeps that title to WrestleMania, if she keeps that title to WrestleMania, I, I literally give up with, I literally give up with the women's division. If they I do that, not, I get But they probably will because, I mean, who's going to be her? And right now is WWE's offseason. Alexa was the like, Alexa was the perfect person to have beat her. I don't care if she just won the title, which she didn't deserve to win it I again. Mean, but she could. It could be Shayna Baszler. I, I would, normally, I would hate Shayna Baszler. At this fucking point, I don't care. Just get the fucking title off Charlotte. I yeah. don't care. Oscar. I don't care. Just get it off. Times, In my but... opinion, just get it off Charlotte. She is a, she sucks as a champion. She or... doesn't it. Well, wait a second. When did Bailey get hurt? Uh, I think it was like June. June. Because I think it was no, supposed to. Could, it could be Bailey because Bailey's gone for nine months, and nine months that would end in March if she got hurt in July or June. You said June. I think it was June. I can look it up. But like, so, then, so July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. That's nine months. It could be Bailey to come back and beat her, or Bailey could come back and beat Becky, or you know, like who knows? Because Bailey's gonna come back and do something. For her to be gone for nine months, the fans are gonna go nuts when she comes back. It, it was July. It was in July. Okay, so yeah. It was really it September, was, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Yeah, she'd come back like April. Yeah. Well, who knows? I would be I would be happy if she did. I would be happy with that. But like it's just 
Just get the title off Charlotte. Come on. She doesn't need it. This is like her hundredth reign. She doesn't fucking need to be her father. She doesn't. All right. So I got 10 points for that. You guys didn't get anything because you both thought that Bliss was going to win. So right now, uh, I have Carlos and I both have 20 points and Dan, you have 10 points. Next, we have the WWE United States Championship on the line in a triple threat match. The United States Champion, Damian Priest, defeated Sheamus and Jeff Hardy in a hard-fought triple threat match. Damian Priest got the win after. Didn't he hit his finisher on Sheamus? Uh, it was more Jeff Hardy hit, the, hit it on Sheamus, and I think... No, no, no. Sheamus hit a bro kick on Jeff Hardy, and then Damian Priest rolled Sheamus up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so he rolls up Sheamus to get the victory, and then didn't after the match, Jeff Hardy and Damian Priest they, like shook hands and shit. I think so. Yeah, something like that happened because I saw like someone posting passing of the torch. So it was a good match. Uh, I don't know if it was passing of the torch because I mean Damian Priest is a you know taller. He is a high flyer, but I mean I think him and Jeff Hardy are on different like. I don't know. Anyways, but Damian Priest has been – I knew he was going to retain because he just won the title. He's a great wrestler too. Sheamus is good, but it's almost like he's been doing it for so long that's like, oh, yeah, he's there. Jeff Hardy, I love Jeff Hardy. hate to say the same thing. Since he came back, I really feel like WWE hasn't done anything for his character. I feel I like – I don't know. They, they have nothing to do with him. Yeah. They barely they, added him into the triple threat match. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it was a good match. So, we all got 10 – well, no, you got – damn, damn, Jesus Christ, man. So, I got 10 points, and Carlos got 10 points. So, that is 30 points for both Carlos and myself. And, Dan, that's 10 points for you. Dan, what are your thoughts on the match? It was – good match like it was a good match but like at the same time I'm really upset that Jeff Hardy didn't win like Hardy needs a win at this point like he needs something to make him relevant and WWE haven't done jack shit with him ever since bringing him back like the point of bringing the superstar back is to actually do something with him they didn't do jack shit with him yeah so it's like come on WWE do better like, Hardy yeah. deserves better. A veteran like Jeff Hardy deserves way fucking better. I agree. All right. And, and even if they did have him shaking hands with Damian Priest, they should have had him turn heel. That would have been cool. Nah, yeah, he just shook his hand and, like, left. That's, yeah, yeah, I could have written better than that. Like, that looks like a fucking two-year-old wrote it. Oh, yeah, let me just have this happen because, well, it, it – made no sense and we're gonna have the WWE fans just be like oh okay yeah well our next match was also some controversy to it the Raw, the Smackdown Women's Champion the man Becky Lynch fought the EST Bianca Belair to a double disqualification well like a, a no contest pretty much basically Bianca Belair and they had a great match it was an amazing match I was glad to finally see the two of them go at it it was a pretty long match too it was good though <laughs> Begging to God that Bianca did not beat Becky. If she did, that would have completely ruined Becky's character for me already. Yeah. Like, she oh. just came back. She She's playing great heel work. 
But no, no. If she, if I was like, come on, they can't actually have Becky lose, can they? Well, Bianca pretty much has Becky up in the KOD until the boss Sasha Banks returns, attacks Bianca Belair, and then Becky Lynch gives her the thumbs up, and then Banks attacks Becky as well. Carlos probably had a intense orgasm when he saw her. As for me, I was like... Oh, Lord, have mercy, I'm about to bust. When she turned on Becky Lynch, I didn't give two flying fucks about her, and now I'm on a mission to see Sasha Banks get her ass handed to her by the man, Becky Lynch. So, yes, Carlos... At least, at least Anthony's actually going along with what he said earlier, like he was excited for Becky to come back. Me and Carlos were texting behind the scenes, and he's like, I don't like Becky anymore. And I'm like, but you, you, but you were begging for her to come back. You're like, oh, WWE needs her. He's like, well, now, now that Sasha's back, they don't need her. Listen, like, what the fuck? Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm calling Carlos out. I can't wait to see your girl Sasha Banks get her ass beat by mm. my girl. The man. Strong words spoken by Anthony. Mm. Interesting. Believe that. Because the truth shall set you free. Sorry, I just... Becky Lynch is going to really get... Well, first of all, she didn't even lose the title. So, I mean, that really, in my opinion, Sasha really didn't do... I mean, she sent a message, but I mean... you didn't really do anything because you didn't win the title and you attacked Becky and you kind of helped her retain the title. I mean, I know you obviously storyline is she wants to get back at Bianca more, but the boss should always be looking for the title, right? I don't know. But let's get your thoughts on it, Dan. What did you okay. think? So my thoughts were, fuck Sasha for interrupting the match. It was a good match. But, like, literally... Every time this bitch comes back, she has to attack somebody. This is, like, her third comeback in the same fucking year. And it's like, god damn it, when the fuck is she going to stay away? Or at least have her come back and actually wrestle for a year. You know? It's yeah. like, you know, like she's not a part-timer. She shouldn't act like she's a part-timer. When Meanwhile, women are fucking busting their ass. Like fucking, I'll I'll give an example. Like fucking Dewdrop, she's busting her ass every night, and she doesn't get shit. But no, let's have Sasha come back once every fucking three months, and let's have her fight for the title. That's bullshit. I will say, I will say this, and I don't think she has a right to this yet. But usually Sasha delivers, so I understand. But I do hear you that they should be giving it to more um, new new wrestlers that have come up. I agree with you. Um, but I do think that Vince McMahon looks at things at who is most known. She just won an SB, um, and that's just kind of like, look, he had Logan Paul. What the fuck is Logan Paul to the WWE? Nobody. No one cares about him but money, you know. So he looks at Sasha. She was in the Mandalorian. You know, he sees money signs with her. But, I mean, I agree with you. Fuck Sasha in that moment. I mean, she doesn't belong. I don't think she belongs. I mean, she to attack in the match. If she would have attacked after the match, okay, fine, whatever, you didn't. But she had to deliberately interrupt a good match. 
That was really what pissed me off more about it. Well, I think because they're smart doing it the way they did because then it has two things. One, Sasha wants to get back at Bianca. And two, Becky would have lost if not for Sasha, which would then lead to Bianca and Becky having another match. Which So they did two different things. They're, they're planning a storyline right now for Sasha and Bianca and also a storyline for Bianca and Becky round two. Because there's always a round two. Just like my coworker, there have been, she has been fighting with my boss for three days straight. There are, listen, it is not over. One match is not over. So we will see. As long as she doesn't, as long as Becky doesn't lose her fucking title to Bianca, whatever. I don't care. Well, thank you for supporting my girl, Dan. Major props to you. You see, I like Becky. I was waiting for Becky to come back. I didn't. I don't give a shit about Sasha. I never cared about her. Big. Well, listen. I'm not hating on Sasha. I do like Sasha, but I just think that like I wouldn't mind seeing Becky versus Sasha. I just agree with you. Where like maybe it's like. Sasha should have waited, but I do understand the storyline reasoning for it. Because the thing is, if if they did have Bianca lose clean, I mean, it would be good. But then also, she was champion for, like, what, April, May, June, July, like, August, the whole summer, spring and summer. So, I mean, it would look like they're champions kind of weak. So, I get why they did that. And also, she's a heel. But um, also, if you think about it, Becky left and she had to give up her title. She comes back and wins basically the women's championship. So realistically, she got her belt back that she technically never lost, if you think about it. And that's in that. true. True, true, true. No, it, dude, I'm 100% supporting Becky Lynch, of course. But um, I just think. Uh, I think it was I, – I wish that they – like, or it should have been, like, Becky causes a DQ or, like, something because I do want to see another Becky and um, Bianca match. I don't know, like, if, like, right now I want to see it, but, like, I wouldn't mind seeing it again for, like, a Royal Rumble or, like, you know, TLC, whatever. Yeah. You know, anyways, maybe they could do, like, a TLC match for the title where it's, like – you know, they have to climb the ladder to win so that then it's like there's no interference or anything like that. But anyways, uh, so for that match, um, I got zero points because I thought Becky was going to win. And Dan got zero points. However, Carlos, he did not get 10 points because he did think that um, Becky was going to win. But he did get five extra points because he – guessed and was actually correct he thought that Sasha Banks was going to come back um tonight and she did she came back and she looked good though she did look very good like I was like dang she looks nice tonight looking sezzy but um yeah I mean I feel like she kind of just like ruined the match but the match was fucking great I don't think she ruined the match she just ruined the ending but it was a good match definitely one to rewatch. So, yes, so right now I have 30 points, Carlos has 35, and Dan, you have 10, my friend. I'm sorry that I actually try and go for shit that I think, okay, maybe WWE will actually do something good for once. Yeah, but (laughs) you you can't think of it like that, man. They're not going to. You have to think, like, I learned that lesson. Clearly not. Clearly not. I think I learned that lesson with SummerSlam because I literally voted, like, with who I wanted to win. Most of those people lost. So, 
listen if you want to if you want to be our uh, whatever it is that you want to call yourself when you win what are you going to call yourself by the way Dan when you win if you well even though I may be macho man Dan mm-hmm. I have to give tribute to my favorite wrestler of all time Chris Jericho so I'm going to call myself Le Champion when you win okay so we'll refer to you as Le Champion when you win mm-hmm. okay cool Right. I have to know what I'm going to be called. I don't know. Anyways, okay. So, our main event. Main event time. The WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, defeating the Demon Finn Balor in the only Extreme Rules match of the night. It was, I from what I, I saw a little bit, I did hear it was decent. It was a good match up until the ending. The ending was controversial, too. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of controversial endings here at the pay-per-view. We did. So pretty much, a, correct me if I'm wrong, he goes up on the top rope. This is the demon, Finn Balor. The lights turn red. No, 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 no. You have it all wrong. You have it all wrong already. Okay. So basically, oh, well, thank you already. Thanks, Dan. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm trying to help you out here, first off. So oh, basically, Jimmy and J- so Balor was about to win. Jimmy and Jay come out. They attack him and everything, and then basically, uh, I think it was Roman came around and speared him through the barricade, and then suddenly the lights start going red and everything, and he starts twitching and everything. And then when Balor's actual music started playing, he got up and he destroyed Roman with a chair, and he, I think he drop kicked him through a fucking table. Then he threw him into the ring. He slowly, like, I'm not even getting like, he was walking very, very slowly up the fucking top rope, stood there for a 10 seconds, pretty much. Then the top rope broke. He fell to the ground, and Roman speared him and pinned him for the win. Okay, so here is my question for you. Because you saw it live. Do you think this is going to lead to, like, a who set up Balor storyline. No. So no, it, was, it just seemed as if, like, the rope malfunctioned. Like, what Like what was it? Yeah, it, it, look it like? just, like, it just popped off. Like, as if, like, he was standing on it for too long and it, and it, and it couldn't support his weight or something. So that's how they made it out to seem? Like, it wasn't, like, yeah, someone, like, That's how they made it out to seem, I guess. In that my opinion, it was, like, Roman pulling bullshit and everything. Like, it could have been, like, Jay or Jimmy or something. But, you know, it, it, I don't know. I just – I saw that. And I was like, oh, you're fucking with me. But I do want to point out something hilarious during the match. So, during the match, they went out in the crowd. And Carlos was actually one who pointed this out to me. When Carl, when – not Carlos. When Roman Reigns and Finn Balor – Carlos, get excited. Go ahead. So, basically – uh, when they were out, when they went out in the crowd, if you look closely at Roman's face, Roman actually put on a mask for like five minutes as he was out there with uh, the fans and everything. It was really funny. He's like, I ain't getting sick. He's like, fuck that shit. I ain't getting sick. Yeah, but he, if Carlos is hearing, he'd be like, I understand. He's a tribal chief. Um, well, yeah, no, no, he's just like, he said he, he found it funny that Roman was doing it. Awesome, man. No, I'm saying um, if I said to him, like, if I if I would have, I was like, oh, well, he fucking shouldn't do it because no one else is out there doing it. He'd be like, well, of course, he's a tribal chief. Yeah. 
Love it. Um, but I do gotta say, I'm tired of WWE's crappy endings. Like, like ooh, like Supernatural. The fucking ring couldn't hold up to him, and he like corny. I liked the fact that he kind of got up. Like, you know, he was playing the demon character. I yeah, thought it was that's really cool. cool. That's cool. I just meant like Supernatural in the sense of like. Yeah, yeah I hate that shit. No, not even that, but like more of like like how does a ring just explode? Like that, that doesn't happen. Like he's not like he's the big show. You know what I'm saying? Like the big show has done shit. Kane, the Undertaker has jumped off. You mean to tell me that like it can't support like a 250 pound guy, 240 pound guy? Undertaker's at least 200, 280 muscle. Not mm. too. He's he's not that big, but like back in the day, I'm. Oh, about. also. I also want to point out another spot that happened in the match. So, you remember how, like, Roman hits a lot of low blows in his matches? Mm-hmm. Roman covered Finn for the pin at one point, and when Balor kicked out, he low-blowed Roman. That's perfect. Good. Fuck Roman. Yeah. Me and Carlos were literally talking about it because, you know, you said no spoilers or whatever. Yeah. And he's like... And then he's like, and Finn hit a low blow, and I and I was like, ha, that's what he fucking deserves, a little bitch. I will say I do love Roman Reigns, but I was screaming, like I was screaming when he came out, but also I was screaming, you're a little bitch, when it because when Brock Lesnar came out, he ran away, and then at the end when Finn Balor came out, I said, here you go, he's gonna run away again, and what he do? He left the ring. So, but no, Carlos, I love you, man. I'm, I do, I do like Roman Reigns. I, I can you. literally tell you how how Carlos reacted to all of this because he, he, like I said, we were texting. Well, I don't know if Carlos wants that on here, Dan. Well, no, 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 no. It's just him, like how he reacted. He was like, "What the fuck was that?" He said it was a good way to make Finn look strong, but oh, he also, yeah, tell me that, tell me that, tell me that. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, he said he was like. It was a good way to make Finn look strong and everything, but he was, like, really confused on what the fuck it was. And then he's like, Finn weighed too much, LOL. He said, like, malfunction, I guess. So I was like, whatever. That's what he's I like, didn't understand. Like, it didn't do that all night. And, and, then, and then he said, but Roman is still champ. That's all that matters. I was like, fuck off. And, dude, what's stupid about that whole malfunctioning thing is that, like, I don't understand if, like, there was wear on the rope. Like, if, like, the match before was, like, Big Show versus Brock Lesnar. The match before is Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Yeah. I mean, I highly doubt they're fucking making the ropes break. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. But is Okay. It's, it's fine. He said... I, he said, I think we all know Finn wasn't going to win. I love Finn, but come on. That's what he said. Strong words from Carlos. He also, he also said, I always have faith in my tribal chief, always. Well, listen, he, that's good. I didn't think Finn was going to win either because it just they're definitely doing something with Roman Reigns and someone big at WrestleMania. So we're going to keep seeing that. But right now, yeah, it definitely sounded like a great – great um point here so i tallied up all of the um points who won and right now dan you came in third place with there's only three of us so i mean that would make sense oh well well, did you want me to say last place because i can say last place i don't care either way oh all right well i'm gonna go take several seats um, no, well, Dan, listen, you did better than most because you got 10 points. You could have gotten zero, so. I could, I thought I had zero. So there you go. So, I mean, look, don't worry. 
Uh, I came in second place with 40 points, okay? And the winner with only literally five points, 45 points, meaning like he beat me with five points. 45 points, our winner is Carlos. He is going to be our tribal chief again, and he will probably be talking about that on our Monday Night Raw recap. But before we go, Dan, really quick, what was your favorite moment of the night? It was probably when – it was either when Balor low-blowed Roman or it was when Balor was, like, getting up and destroyed fucking Roman until the fucking ring post or whatever broke. Mm, okay. I'll have to rewatch that and check it out. For me, my favorite moment was just the Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair match. That was really good. I was excited to finally see the two of them fight. So, yes. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This was our Extreme Rules recap. We're going to be hit you, hitting you up with our Raw recap, our NXT 2.0 recap, and our Friday Night SmackDown recap as the months go by. Uh, the next pay-per-view is Crown Jewel. So we might see you for that. Maybe we'll, we'll let you know during the episodes. But yeah, so what's this here? Uh, with that, I am going to... Oh, what's this? Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. Thank you. I sent uh, you the ending of the actual match so you can see how it ended. Thank you. Dan is the bomb.com. See, he's very resourceful here. Uh, and we will, Dan, I have faith in you. One day you will hear. I will become the champion one day. I just haven't gotten to it yet because I actually try and come up with something good, but clearly WWE doesn't think I'm that good with coming up with stories and they think they're better. One day I will call you late champion and it will feel great. Okay. So for now we have our tribal chief Carlos back. We will see if he remains a tribal chief come crown jewel. But who knows? So thank you all for tuning in. Be safe, and we will see you for Monday Night Raw. Bye. Bye.